everybody. Daniel Ramsey here with my outcast. Super excited because today we have Dan Smith on the show. He is the operations manager for Modern Lending, and we break down exactly what an in-house processor should do versus a virtual assistant. And he goes into massive detail and he scaled his business over the last two years from zero virtual assistants to six, and he drops a lot of good nuggets. So we're here chatting about mortgage and mm -hmm. virtual assistant. And I'm curious, like, how's your experience been? Anything we can do to serve you? How, how are you using our people? Like yeah. all of the good stuff, you know? Yeah, um, it's been uh, it's been good, right? Um, we put a lot of time into it. Uh, I don't. I think we had a pretty good expectation of like, uh, hey, this is ground. Yeah, they're virtual assistant, but they don't. They're not going to know anything, right? So we got to right. take from like basically like here's where we live. I took like a map, right? I was like, so you know, I was like, where do you guys live? And I was like, here's where we live, right? And then I was like, hey, this this part of California is broken up into these counties, right? These sections, and these are, and that's kind of where we started. And then and and just kind of walk them through and, and, and put together kind of a program of like, all right, how do we get these people up to speed to just know like terminology and, and the process itself, right? Before you can do anything to help us, like you gotta know kind of what's going on. So that was a big part of that. Um, we started like, and even for the first probably like couple months, it was during the pandemic. So it was probably a good thing that like I was at home and so nobody was really bugging me. So I got to spend a couple hours every day walking them through we did like payment scenarios this is you know how loans work you know and then you, that builds on itself so this is how more you know the mortgage itself works and this is the interest rate and all these different you know property taxes homeowners so they got this kind of good sense of how it works and then we put them into like data entry things into our loan operating system and then we started having them order third-party items title and escrow you know so we slowly build them up and then and they've been great i think we've only had i think we're like six for seven or something like that of people that we've kept or, or five for six or something like that. We've only had to let go one person. So, um, who couldn't get up to speed. So they've been doing great. Um, the, before you, before you go, and I hate to interrupt, but I have to ask, why did you choose to spend all that time? Like walking somebody through what a mortgage is, how to use your systems, you know, I mean, a map, I mean, it sounds simple to you and me because we've been in the world, we, we understand, but another LO or another mortgage company could come in and be like, what do you mean I got to train them? Like, what yeah. would you say to them? So, so one, you got to expect that they don't, they don't know anything, right? Just like anybody else that you hire off the street, right? It's like, they don't know anything. And so you can create a checklist and some people are pretty good at this, um, of like, and, and ultimately we can do better at this too, is like you put them in the system and the system doesn't allow them to fail. Like they have to, they can go one, two, three, four, five. They can't go one to three, they can, won't let them, right? Well, our systems weren't set up that way. Or are not, uh, they weren't, uh, haven't been evolved enough, right? We just, we are, we're like two years old, right? Year and a half, uh, the company's pretty young. So um, we just had to do it that way for that reason, right? Because there were no safeguards. So you had to teach them properly. And the second part is if somebody knows why they're doing something and why it's important for the next person down the road who grabs the, the file or the potential dangers, then they're going to typically be better at, at doing that type of stuff, right? Well, you can't know that stuff, right? You can't be like, well, this is important because the underwriter needs to see them. Like, what's an underwriter? You know, they're like, well, how, how does that work? You know? And so then you got to go like, well, the underwriter is a person who approves the loan. And they're like, 
well, what, when do they get, you know, it's like, yeah, there's actually like a person there that actually says, yes, here's $500,000, right? It's a very important job, you know, like, so, um, you, you, you kind of, that's why. And then my, my, my theory had always been like, it, it's, it's always a pain in the butt. It's way harder to do it that way, but you would, you'll, it's been starting to bear fruit now is like, you're gonna reap those rewards long-term and that, that if you explain the why they'll, just get better. Whereas if you just tell them do A, B, and C over and over and over again, it's very easy to get in that days of like after the initial kind of shock of being an employee for the first couple of months where you're really particular about what you're doing, everything just kind of looks the same and every file is the same. And you're just kind of like, and your mind's somewhere else where if you're like, no, this is important because Christine, who's the processor on this file is going to need this information in a, a couple of days. And I don't want to let her down. And I don't want, so, so they're trying to build that, you know, that sense of, of important and what they're doing is important and, and, and it helps and it's, you know, for the, for the overall process. And then ultimately we have a person who's probably making their biggest purchase of their life. Right. Like you're a part of that, you know, and we don't screw up. Like that's, that's why we've gotten to be so good. Is like, when we say we're, we're, they're good. They better be good. Like you can't, you can't mess around with that. Right. And so there's a very real person. Yeah. You may not talk to them or see them, but there's a very real person on the other end of that. And then you don't want to have to have, have them lose a house or an earnest money deposit or have a terrible transaction where they just want to cry at the end. And they supposed to be a happy moment when you buy a house, not like, Oh my God, I can't believe that was over. Thank God it's over type thing. Right. So you yeah. try to instill some of that stuff into them. And again, it all starts like none, none of that works. If I just go, Hey, take this information and put it there and then press this email and send it to that person. And that's all the explanation I give them. It, it, I just don't think it's the right way to do it. So that's kind of what I tell people when they ask about the virtual assistants is like, it's going to take some time, but you get in what you put out or you get out of it, what you put in. And then it's uh, you gotta, yeah. And it is totally doable. It just takes time. You know, what's cool is that you've magically tied purpose in with a very remedial job, meaning, you know, uh, it reminds me of, um, oh, what's that, the Ritz? Have you ever heard that guy, you know, there's a guy that led the operations team at the Ritz. And so how do you get a maid and a guy who cleans a room to, to operate at that level, right? Well, they, they coined it's ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. And so they, they took something that is like cleaning bathrooms and turned it purposeful. And you've magically done the same thing with our virtual assistants. I'm trying to. So um, do you do that with all of your employees or is it, it, it did you just do it with them? Like, what's the what's that look like? Yeah. So I try to, and again, it's getting a little bit because we're growing, which is great, but it's getting a little bit more difficult where like, I'm a little less hands-on with some of the people. Right. So I still try to instill that of when I'm explaining or when I jump in, I have obviously good, you know, excellent partners too. And itself who helps me, they, the virtual assistants basically work for itself now. And so we train them together and I kind of trained them for different things, but she's got that same attitude. Right. So we have two kind of two people instilling that of like, look, because I know what it's like to be like in that very repeatable job. Right. And it's super, and also I've seen it. I've seen people kind of crumble where you're like, dude, you were fine three months ago. What happened? You're like, Oh, cause you don't, right. every time you copy or yeah, it's maybe like, um, doesn't seem important, but like you got like, there's, it's, 
part of the process. There's somebody on the other end that that's going to affect. And, yeah. and, and so we try to obviously teach that with our people now. And again, Excel has been done a good job of, of like, we've escalated that to like, this is how you get promoted. This is how you do the next thing, right? Yeah, I know like doing data entry on a file seems boring, but if you can't do that, how am, how am I gonna let you in charge of borrower docs to like check to see if they're gonna like, you know, if they can qualify or calculate income correctly, you know? Right. So kind of try to play it to these things that are like, hey, there's bigger and better things. And yeah, this sucks. And like, maybe it's not the, you know, the most glamorous thing out there, but if I need somebody to, to, to do something more important, the person who can do this is the person I'm going to choose, you know, like that's how that's going to work. And so um, we haven't got that far with the virtual assistants yet, but that's kind of where we're going is like, we're, as they get better, they're going to take the best ones and terms like, Hey, we're going to turn them into processors. Like, hey, we're going to need right. more money. We might as well get somebody who we know who's, who's intelligent and, and, and knows what they're doing. And then we'll teach them more stuff and then they'll have a you know good foundation. And it's kind of, kind of yeah. how we've been doing it. It's cool that you guys have grown so rapidly. You started with two in early 2020 and now you're at six. What what made you decide to grow the team? And what about my outdesk and the virtual assistants made you take that leap? Yeah, we did. Um, and I guess kind of like a good thing is like we've had no issues with the my outdesk like my by itself as a company, right? So like right. time, pay, um, anything I've asked of them to get, like we, uh, we got monitors and new computers up. Like I, no problem. I've had zero problems. Like one of those, one of those good things where like, I don't have anything to say on that from because there, there's been no issues for me with the company itself. Right. And now obviously yep. the employees or the, the contractors, whatever you want to call them, like that's just growing pain type stuff. But like the, as far as whatever they we've needed from the company, we've been able to, to get and also get to, our people, which has been fantastic. So I think Christian's our rep. He's, he's, does yep. really, he's, he's great. Um, so yeah, on that front, and then that's a number one, probably the number one reason it was just like, Hey, I want to hire two more people. Cool. And like, they handle all that. And they're like, Wednesday at five. I was like, perfect. The less I have to think about it, you just let me know where to go. I'll ask the questions. Good. Ask for disc profiles on everybody. They get them to me like within less than 24 hours. Um, so it's been all that stuff's been excellent. Um, the, the expansion was is basically cause it worked like, you know, it was a, you know, you find, we've probably been a little lucky too. Cause I know we've hired people too. And like, we've, we've had a good people come to us. Right. And so, um, we keep them, you know, we, we took advantage of that and kept them. And then, um, so yeah, we, we, we were growing and they, you know, it's been a good experience overall. So we're like, all right, let's just keep, we'll just keep hiring people to handle these jobs. And like I said, um, right now is we'll keep doing it as well. Again, kind of my next goal is to take one person that we currently have and put them into like a, a more almost like junior processor, but like a higher end type of role. Right. And, and we're going to figure out how, how we're going to possibly do that. Um, but yeah, it's, Good. Do you find do you find there because you guys have a lot of loan officers? I was I was trolling your website before this call. Uh, and do you find at some point you you begin to serve your loan officers with giving them access to some leverage? Um, you know, I mean, you guys are rapidly growing. You guys are putting your processes together. I'm just kind of curious what the vision of the future is going to be 
Yeah. So kind of indirectly with the, the, the virtual assistants, right? So what we originally had planned, this is, we actually kind of deviate where like they were going to assist the loan officers doing, and that's where we started with like payment scenarios and doing different, like looking up property taxes and all and kind of that stuff. And then it kind of, not no none, no fault of them really, but we kind of like decided to switch. The need was more of like, hey, we need to help the processors, right? So we have two right. separate companies. Like technically, Modern Lending is is owned by Brian and, and Taylor and itself, and then I own the, this processing company. And and so I can on paper I consult for Modern Lending and I do stuff like this and all the other stuff that I do. And so we're like, well, they need help, right? Is like that's where the bottleneck was. We kind of shifted them over there and then that's where they've kind of excelled and so really if the processors can process more loans right the loan officers were bringing it in that was not a problem they didn't need any help right so we needed to get them through the process right so they got the business coming in like we need to get it closed right so that's where right. we shifted them over so so the better the, the the more files a processor can do with the help of the virtual assistants that's how we help the loan officers right that's how you help the sales team right and that's that's how we've uh we've implemented that and in, in, in shifted kind of course a little bit in the beginning but that's that that's been great well so for people who are considering this other companies mortgage companies loan officers what part of the process is virtual in your mind now that you've been doing this almost two years and what part stays with the processor the person who's got you know five ten years experience knows underwriting maybe has a license what part stays virtual? What part stays in-house? So the communication with the client stays in-house. Communication okay. with the third-party vendors is virtual. So title, escrow, appraisals, um, you know, uh, verification of employment, talking to, to, you know, that type of stuff, right? So basically anything that doesn't have to do with contacting the borrower, that's kind of like processing, right, in the loan officer's. And that, um, yeah, so that's how we split that right now, right? Now, again, if you have someone who speaks good English and has been a part of the team, there's no reason why you couldn't bring somebody over to that side, right? But that's where that's very much in any good loan officer, like that's very protected, right? That relationship with the borrower, right. with the client, those are the person who's going to give you the reviews. They're going to be the one who refers you to their family and friends. Right, right. That's, so that's how that's how we're, we have it now. Whereas like if they make a mistake with an employer and they um, obviously they're never like mean or anything, but they make a mistake. It's like, okay, no big deal. Right. Like we don't care about the employer. We care about the employee, right. That we're helping. And so, um, so yeah, that's kind of how we've, we've split that. And um, yeah, like I said, it seemed to be working. And, and um, when it comes to gathering documents, cause you know, doing a loan now is almost like uh, writing wow. Bible. It's like a checklist <laughs> of a thousand different things, right? Uh, it's, it's crazy. Um, do are the virtual assistants in there just gathering all the, you know, the title work, the W twos? Like they're gathering all of the documents, and so they're free to go gather everything, or so they gather all third party docs. So title documents, escrow documents, um, like appraisal, said, appraisal. Uh, any sort of verification of employment stuff, all that stuff they're handling, throw it into our loan operating system, forward it to the processor, and then they go here. It's Personal bad. borrower documents are handled by loan officers and processors. And yeah, and that, again, that's the same thing too. Tight, comfortable with the borrower, you know, they, you know, you want to make them feel nice and warm and happy inside so that they don't feel like they're losing their information to people. Um, and it's it stays very much in a tight-knit 
you know, kind of as much as like a little family atmosphere, like, Hey, these are my, these people are on my team. Right. And so right. it's, Super cool. Um, all right. Besides making one of our folks, the manager, and then kind of you're getting, you're going to get leverage for your leverage. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think's next? Are you going to add marketing folks? Are you going to add recruiting folks? Um, a lot of our loan officers, they'll do, they'll, they'll do, you know, in-house marketing services for their team. And then also, you know, building out a recruitment arm. So out there kind of finding other LOs that want to, join the family, so to speak. What do you, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So, so the next, and again, this got pushed back a little bit. The next kind of idea was to take them to the sales side, right? Like get them on the phone with people. Right. And then we ended up just hiring like people who are local. Right. Um, so that got pushed off a little bit. That was kind of where I was like, the next thing is getting them on the phone and see how we do with that, right? Because if you have people that you can train that they're comfortable talking to borrowers and they work on the front end, then you really have some confidence. Like this person can absolutely be a processor, right? Like, and my thing right. is, it's hard to, just like with anybody, even the people that we have like in-house is, one, it's hard to find processors right now because everybody's so busy, right? And two, it's find a, hard to find processes that work the way we work, right? So the best way to do that is to train people from, from the inside. So my thing is, is to, again, that bottleneck is still with processing. So that is my, so that's gotta be my solution. And again, I want the virtual assistant to be a part of that, right? Hire another virtual assistant to take, like, let's say Anne's, she's probably like the best one that would be like the most um, qualified to take that next step. Yep. You hire a, a virtual assistant in, and then you have Anne train the virtual. So it's like, I don't do that, right? Or Excel doesn't. Know. You have Anne train that person to take her job. You promote. So that's kind of how I see it. And then, really, if you if you can complete that, you can take that to any department, really. Like if you put if you have the time to train, right? So you could take it to marketing. You could take it to even be like um what do they call like a loan officer assistant so a little bit more on the sales side of the house right, right. If you find the right people so so if that were to work um to be honest i think the most important thing maybe i'm biased because it's my processing company or whatever right. but there's tons of loan officers out there and they'll like even process or uh, not process their own loans, but like they don't like processing their own loans and they have all their own salespeople. They have a sales assistant. They have all their own people that they handle or they handle it themselves. Right. And it all comes crashing down into the, like, get the deal done. So that's where like, that's where the, in my opinion, like that's where the reputation is built is in the processing, right? Like getting the deal done in a timely manner and the pro and the, the borrower is happy is everything. Well, that all happens from processing. The salespeople can sell it up front and, and do a great job, right? But if you can't, it, you know, uh, make good on your word, you're screwed, right? And so right. that is, and loan officers will pay huge for that. So that's kind of what, what I look at is, um, you know, hey, let's just build up this army of like badass, you know, processors and back-end people. Um, and we'll be like, the offensive line who like who protects like the diva people right like so, <laughs> so, um and and this, so that's my goal right but again that doesn't mean that you couldn't like if you were let's say if i had to start all over right and like let's say oh, i'm just gonna be a loan officer right like if you started with like a virtual assistant who's you know obviously pretty cheap considering and you taught them 
they can do whatever, you know, again, if they speak, the main thing I think most loan officers, this is what I've talked to them is like, just the English or like, you know, you got to have somebody that's like the prerequisite, right? Because they don't want to yeah. say like, is this person from the Philippines, right? They can have a little bit of an accent. That's not a problem. But like, if, if it's heavy, unfortunately, because people use like virtual assistants or people in India for like all that stuff. And you've been on calls like that where you're like, yep, I, I'm trying, man, but I can't, I can't understand you, you know, like that type of stuff um, is is the biggest hurdle I would see that as far as salespeople and loan officers would have the, the, the problem with it. Um, but again, like I said, like now with the people that we have, um, there's at least, I wouldn't have any problem putting them on the phone with a borrower. There's probably two people, you know, of the six, right. That I'm like, I'm good. Not necessarily, not the English or the, the speaking thing, but just like the knowledge thing. So those, they, they'd be fine they'd be fine on the phone. So it's one of those things people get a little bit gun shy about that stuff, but it's like, if you work with them and you trust them, then the accent thing becomes less of an issue. If that, if that makes sense. So. Yeah. Trust will do a lot to bridge a gap. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, Dan, how would you have scaled during this massive time of demand in the mortgage? If you didn't have our virtual assistants? It's a good question. Um, I don't know if we, you probably make an argument that we wouldn't have, right? At least they're not the pace, right? I don't know if I could have hired six people and trained them in that 18 months or whatever that year um, if, I, if they had to be in-house or they had to train them from home. You know, like, I guess yep. technically it's kind of the same thing, but I don't know if I could have found six people. I didn't really look because, again, part of that thing is like it was – my outdesk did such a good job. I was like, Hey, I need another person. They're like, boom, there you go. Like, here's five people. Like, let's interview. Right. So like, I didn't, that was a, you know, to your guys' credit is like, I didn't even have to look anywhere else. Right. It was like, I needed people. I'm good to go. But, um, so it's hard for me to answer that exactly, but you could definitely, if you thought about it, you'd be like, all right, well, I don't, I don't think I could have, um, yeah, I probably would have had to wait. So, you know, I could probably, you could tell people that I'd be like, I don't know for sure but it would, uh, it, it probably would have been a struggle would be my guess. What do you think you've saved having a blended model where you have an in-house processor supported by a couple of virtual assistants? Like what, what do you think has dropped to your bottom line because of that model? So it's probably at least, I mean, for those like six, six people, it's probably half at least 50% savings, right? Minimum, right? Cause if you're looking, because I think they make, I have to look, I don't even know. We do give them a bunch of overtime too, which is, the, the, I'm sure they love, but um, but that's kind of a benefit, right? Like I don't monitor them at all. Like it's, it's they are crushing it, so it's okay. But initially I think they were making like 1700 bucks a month, right? So you're talking about, yeah, minimum 50, if not four grand is what, 36, or uh, four grand is what, 48. And so what is that? 50 to 60% savings just bought like right off the top savings wise. Um, and all that money drops to your bottom line, the difference in, in the cost is just profit for you. And that doesn't include, well, I guess if you look at it from like turnover aspect, right. Time. Um, like we, again, I'm probably it's luck, right. But we got six of seven. We hired seven people. We still have six. And we hired four and kept two people in house. So technically by percentage wise, like we're cru that's crushing it. So, um, <laughs> so, um, you know, if you, you know, obviously the, the data is probably not there to make an 
absolute conclusion, but you can, you, you can look at that as well. And, and again, not to get too much into that, but like, they're like, I mean, they're awesome. Like they're, they're super grateful for work and they, they, you know, I was, like, I was like, you guys, you guys are crushing it. You guys are earning it. You don't have to thank me for anything. Right. Like that's, you guys are great. You know, there's a part of that too. It's like some attitude issues, right. Just with the culture, I guess, um, you know, they're super thankful. They're awesome. And, and whereas like sometimes you'll hire people and anybody is just, just like with them. And again, we've had a really good experience. So I uh, can't complain too much, but like anybody can fool you on it for 30 minutes on an interview or an hour in an interview. And then you get them in here and it's like, whoa, what happened to that person that I met, you know, a week ago. Yeah, totally. right? So totally. we haven't had to deal with any of that and which is great. So. That's cool, man. All right. Well, is there anything we can do to help serve you as you grow and as you expand? I mean, this has been great. Thanks for your time today. Yeah, of course. No, no. Keep doing what you're doing. Like I said, I, you know, I, um, Sometimes a little scatterbrain sometimes and you guys, they always, they always keep me back. They always get me back in line where I'm like, Hey, I need people. And they're, they're you know, like, Hey, I need you to fill this out and then follow up with me. And they, they get me back in, in line. And, um, you know, kind of it's, it's the, it's the best like gentle persuasion that I've probably experienced where they're like, Hey, we're going to do interviews today. Right. Or tomorrow. And so, um, yeah. So, so yeah, you guys just keep doing what you're doing. I don't really have, I mean, as far as like trying to give you guys constructive criticism or anything, um, like I'll let you know, like, I, I don't think, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but like, um, like I said, was it like, it's been, it's been, you don't have easy. to make, you don't have to make them up any, if you, if you yeah, know yeah, how like, we are. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like I said, like, I don't, it's not off the top of my head. I can't think of anything where I was like, oh man, I wish they did this or I wish this was better. Or that was, that yeah. was, um, yeah, you get the, they've been great. Christian, I forget, oh, I can't remember her name, but she, she's the one who takes care of all the interviews for us. Um, she's been excellent too, like finding replacements. Like, cause we did have a couple of interviews where like, kind of like, Hey, can you find some more, you know? And then she yeah, got yeah. one or two more afterwards the next day. And, um, yep. she does do a good job of like, um, Cause we usually like, we'll talk and it's and I will talk about it. And she's like, well, yeah, just yeah. like, this happened to us before. We're like, Hey, we like so-and-so. And then they're like, she's gone. <laughs> like, I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I know I, you said, you told me you warned me. Uh, and I was like, all right. So it's like, so it's Andy, like it's, um, which is great. Cause you guys are having people hire people within like 12 hours of interviewing or whatever it is. And it's like, yep. Yeah, all right. Well, I, I knew, you know, but I, we have our kind of our little process. So we've actually lost like one or two like that where we waited a day and we lost them, but same thing it's been working out so yeah one thing um one thing that you guys uh i'm still a big fan of you figuring out a way to recruit with our people and i don't know if you could package that into a service for your partners yeah. but each loan officer is worth you know twenty thirty thousand dollars of profit to a, a business to a to a mortgage company so um, on that note, you, you did kind of like pique my interest a little bit right now. Again, we're, we're not there yet. Like, again, we're growing, we're just trying to keep our head above water. Right. But at some yeah. point, like I told the, told the guys, right. Cause I do a lot of like the operation stuff. Right. So they're the sales guys. And right. I was like, you guys need to get like, this thing's getting not my outtest, but like the other thing is like, you get your overheads getting up there. Like you need to get some people in here who are going to make you money. And yeah. so 
and you have, do you guys have, I would like to, to kind of pick somebody's brain or if you guys have some, it's like, how exactly are they? Cause that's not really what I've thought about is they're using the virtual assistants to recruit. Is that just kind of just getting on the phone of like, Hey, I see you're with so-and-so like we got great prices over here and you want to check this out. It's like just kind of putting feelers out there to, to different loan officers. Is that kind of what they're doing or is there something more better? Yeah. Or more? Here's what I would suggest. You know how you guys have a process now for loans like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, you know, check rates, you know, find out what your house is worth, you know, get in a relationship with a, a real estate broker. You know, you guys have like different funnels for getting loans in. And um, it's the same thing when you're recruiting for people, you just swap out, take out loans and put loan officers, right? So how do you get loan officers? You do email campaigns, you have a value proposition, you have a script that you reach out to, you invite them to a, you know, drinks, or I don't know what you guys do, you know, yeah, right? Yeah, that makes sense. All, yeah. They all, all like the things, <laughs> right? You know, all the things. Um, you maybe create an inside, uh, in the office, you create a loan officer referral program. So, you know, your loan officers in-house are, are helping you make introductions. You nominate one person in your team, like you're nominated for the process, the operations piece. So one person is a recruiter and all they do is try to get more loan officers and you start building a funnel. Um, really where you can use our people is just, you know, number one marketing, cause it's just, that's, that's part of, of you know, attracting yeah. uh, talent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, but number two, yeah, I think it's a game of just reaching out. It's just like, Hey, we wanted to let you know, we're in town. We want to let you know that we funded $2 billion. We want to let you know that we, we grew by 30% last year. We want you to know that we have a great processing team and you'll never have to worry about loan falls out, you know, all the things. And so you just have to build out a, um, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to, 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 you know, Sometimes you get so inside your box, right? Like you need the outside, you know, some ideas to kind of just start thinking a little bit differently. So, yeah, man. And it's not it, dude, it's just a talent game. Like you put ads out on zip recruiter, you put ads out on uh, LinkedIn, you put ads out on Facebook, you put ads out there and then somebody calls and then our virtual assistants reach out to them, send them information, qualify them, you know, whether it's a new loan officer or an, or an existing loan officer, you probably have two different funnels, right? And it's yeah. the same as, it's just the same, you know? That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Let's um, build it. Let's build yeah. it. I, want, I want you guys to have 10. We'll, like I said, the, the next one will be like a hard, like it's, it's a, good, a good step, but it'll take some time, right? Because you got to watch the, new person train the new or watch the person train the person right so you're like two degrees away in separation but like if that can get going then it's that's sky's the limit then after that because then you're like okay now they're running like their own department and you're like that's someone's in charge of it and they're doing it and i just talked to one person and you're good to go and so so yeah well uh that's probably my goal for the beginning of the year once it slows down and then we'll see how it goes but i'm like everything else has been great so Cool, man. Well, it's an honor to meet you. Thanks yeah, for your you time. Too, man. Um, we'll, uh, we'll reach out. If there's anything you need, we're here. Um, and okay. if you want to build that thing, you know, I'd love to be involved. It's my favorite yeah. thing to do is talk through this strategy stuff, you know? Yeah. And, 
Yeah, talking shop is one of my favorite things to, to, to do, so it's all good. I know, I know, right? <laughs> it's the only thing I'm good at, so. Yeah, you know. that's all right, good. Man. All right, I appreciate the time. Yeah, thank you very much. 